Hi, it's Hal Anderson. Thanks for checking out the daily podcast for my show, Connecting Winnipeg. And if you can, please listen live weekdays from 10 to noon on 680 CJOB. Tyler Sholakovsky is the owner of Envirodell, and he joins us on the phone now. Tyler, good morning. Good morning, Hal. Thanks for having me on the program today. You bet. Thanks for doing it. Winnipeg's first and only zero-emissions courier service. Explain, please. That's right. Yeah, you bet. So, yeah, we're in Viradell, uh, zero-emissions courier. And uh, so what that means is that we um, are the first and only courier service, uh, same-day courier service within Winnipeg, um, to operate with only electric vehicles, so totally zero-emissions vehicles we use. Uh, we transport same-day items, packages, documents, samples, um, throughout the city of Winnipeg, but without harming the environment. How does the cost compare to a normal courier that would run a, a gas engine in a vehicle? Well, uh, tell you right now, with gas prices being what they are, um, we're definitely um, at an advantage because we don't have to submit any kind of fuel surcharge. So we have a pretty set price um, as far as just a standard rate. So it's, it's extremely competitive, and a lot of times you can save a little bit of money with, uh, with the lack of fuel surcharge. So we're... Uh, we're in a pretty uh, a pretty good spot for that right now. That's a really good point. Yeah, I mean, obviously gas prices rise. That doesn't bother you at all, does it? <laughs> yeah, no. I, you know, as driving around, I'm, I'm seeing you know buck seventy, buck seventy five, whatever that is today. Uh, so you know, and that's that's got to be made up somewhere, right? So uh, and usually it's passed on to uh, to us uh, as the consumer or whatever, right? So you know that that doesn't affect us in, in any way. Um, so you know we're you know, it's a it's a good bad problem, but we're uh, we're lucky to to not have to to deal with that. I started the show at ten today with Kurt Hall from Climate Change Connection, and we were talking about the appetite, right, for some of the proposals that he's got in this uh, uh, in this new report. It's a pretty tall order, um, but I I really believe, and maybe more with younger people, you tell me, but I believe more and more people all the time are saying, you know what, the planet matters, and hey. Tyler's got this option at EnviroDell that's better for the planet. I'm going to go in that direction, and maybe not in your case, but in some cases they're prepared to, prepared to pay even more uh, to do that, right? For sure, and you know that we've got a lot of uh, we've got some amazing customers who are, are, are right right in that uh, frame of mind. Is hey, you know what? Let's find um, an, an eco-friendly option for something that we need anyways, or something that we use anyways, and it's definitely like. Yeah, it might take a little bit more more time, a little bit more work. Sometimes, yeah, it could be more expensive. But uh, as a whole, we need to collectively all come together and figure out how we can um, reduce the impact that we have on the environment together. EnviroDell. What's the website? Yep. EnviroDell.com. E-N-V-I-R-O-D-E-L.com. Uh, We're also on Instagram. Uh, at EnviroDell WPG. So it's really easy to book a courier. It's uh, We're right on... Um, we run our website there with some additional info, so it's uh, it's very simple and pretty quick. Sure, and I've got to mention your wife Kelsey Stewart over at Margo and Maud because uh, yeah. uh, my wife Jackie turned me on to your story. She knows Kelsey, and I mean even Kelsey at Margo and Maud right is running a very sustainable operation. She is, and the whole concept of Envirodel, I, ha- I feel like I have to mention, was essentially her idea <laughs> because she's always looking for the same thing the eco-friendly option is there a better way for the environment that we could do something so she's really committed to bringing in sustainable clothing sustainable practices um 
uh, and Canadian distributors to cut down on travel um, impacts. So she's really um, the catalyst to this, and she was looking for an eco-friendly version of a, of a courier one day, years back, pre-pandemic already, and that became what Envirodel is today. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, Kelsey. I got to tip my hat to my wife on this one. We have that in common. Great women in our <laughs> lives, Tyler. I know uh, Jackie really thinks a lot of Kelsey and Margot and Maud, so I'm glad she told me about your story, and best of luck with it. I appreciate the time, Al. Tyler Sholakovsky, the owner of Envirodel, Winnipeg's first and only zero-emissions courier service as we get ready for Earth Day tomorrow. Now, tomorrow's Earth Day. Uh, normally for Earth Day, I do my part to combat global warming by not wearing pants, but I'll be in public tomorrow. I'll be at Kildonan Place Mall. Uh, so, uh, Kildonan Place or Kildonan Park? Anyhow, I'll be at KP Mall for the Radiothon. So maybe I'll see you there doing the show, connecting Winnipeg between uh, 10 and noon. Thursday, right after the 11.30 news, Carolyn Klassen from Connexus Counseling. Good morning, Carolyn. Hey, and on behalf of all the people who might see you tomorrow at KP, we thank you for wearing pants. <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. Yes, my wife is not so lucky usually, though. <laughs> She'll come home after a long day at work and go, it's 4.30. Why are you not wearing pants? <laughs> but these are the joys of being married to the 34th greatest Canadian of all time. Can we can we start with the weather? Can we start with and I just I you know here's uh, I'll just again and uh, I said you know here's the deal we've got a special weather statement another Colorado low make of it what you want Ted says how let it go harping on the weather so much ceases to be news becomes a pain uh, we know the forecast but uh, you hear uh, for you to go into it drives me crazy I said well listen Ted I disagree I said going beyond the forecast. To discuss exactly who might get what across the province is, in my opinion, valuable information that I know most people appreciate. Ted might not, others might not, but I think most people appreciate the fact that, you know what, here in Winnipeg, right now it looks like we're going to get mostly rain. Riding Mountain, mostly snow, or at least that's the way it is right now. But my point here, Carolyn, is I think the weather, (laughs) whatever we get, has us all a little grumpy. Truly, uh, I've had conversations with three different people today, and two of them have brought up of, seriously, the weather, again, uh, it's so gray for so long. I'm so ready for spring. It's the end of April. We should be there. We should be able to have spring already. The the discouragement is real, and um, although... We don't want any more bad news. We just feel like we've had enough in the la- you know, over the last years. You, as public service, are obligated to let us know what the dangers are, including with weather. And so I'm grateful that you're doing what you can. But gosh darn it, we don't want to hear what you're delivering. Yeah. No, I get it. I, I understand that. And listen, it, this is my job, right? I mean, I don't enjoy getting on every day and talking about this, but I have to. It's It's been the same about COVID and the pandemic for two years. I have no choice in this. This is what they pay me to do. So unless I become part of the great retirement or the big quit or what, whatever they call it and, and pack it in, which on some days I'm very close to doing that, by the way. Um, uh. But not today. 
And so, you know, you, you've got to do your job, and sometimes doing your job can can suck. Now, listen, I'm looking forward to being at um, uh, doing the Radiothon tomorrow for Silo Mission because I think it's a really great cause, and tomorrow is Earth Day. So I thought maybe you might want to weigh in on both, the importance of, of caring about our planet and the importance of caring about others who need us to care about them, in this case, our homeless. Well, I think what we're realizing is that caring for our planet is caring for the less fortunate and caring for those on the margins because it is often those that are struggling on the margins that are most impacted by global warming because there is forest fires and flooding and, you know, weather events that are really hard for people who are living on the streets or who are barely homed. They have to deal with this stuff. And so one of the ways we look after people in our world who need help is by doing what we can. And, and I, I do think about that, right? When I am, when I have a piece of paper in my hand and the garbage is right there and I'd have to walk across the house, to put it in recycling. It's an act of will to say, this is something I'm doing, even though it's more work for me, it does every little small act as we, as the millions and billions of small acts add up, we can work towards saving our planet and reducing the effects of global warming and climate change. Mm-hmm. In our emails back and forth this morning, you taught me a new term, and, and you know that I like I like learning new terms, hearing something for the first time and going, oh, that's what's what's that? Explain. Comparative suffering, which kind of relates to what, what we talk about every week here, but explain what it is. So I've been having a lot of conversations with people who are dragged down by the weather or who are struggling with COVID, who are still sort of feeling like they aren't over the worst of it, that they are still grieving you know, how things aren't quite normal yet. And then they'll say, but I shouldn't complain because people in Ukraine are getting bombed at and I'm not. And so there's this way in which people delegitimize their own struggle as they realize that there are other people who are struggling more than they are. And I think what we have to, what I'm inviting people to do is to recognize that their suffering certainly matters and we need to recognize how much they are going through incredibly difficult times, but that doesn't negate our own suffering. And we don't necessarily just need to sort of rank order suffering and say, if theirs is greater than mine, then mine doesn't matter. How can we take out the but and add and, right? I This is hard for me and it's incredibly hard for the people in Ukraine that both can be true at the same time. And when we do that, then we're paying attention to our own lives. And as we pay attention to our own lives, rather than stuffing down that pain, we are fully awake in our lives. And then we are better able to feel the full range of emotions, be fully engaged with the world because we are fully engaged with ourselves. We are better people and better able to address the suffering of others when we acknowledge our own suffering. Yeah, that's that's really, and you're absolutely right. So many times we go, but, and we should, say and and because both can be true Uh, i mean i'll give you another one inflation we've been talking over the past couple of days about soaring inflation this morning we were talking food prices uh how to save money uh when when grocery shopping and uh that is another one and i i have said this several times in our morning meetings you know most of us are lucky most of us listening not all but most of us listening are able to adjust and account for a rise in food price. I mean, the price of everything's on the rise right now, but food prices, for example, not everybody can do that. And we really have to remember that, that there are families out there on fixed incomes, on disability, 
um, people that work their asses off at multiple jobs and still don't have enough to provide food for their family. And so when prices increase like this, while well, most of us can adjust, uh, adjust it, it, this is devastating for many of the people in our community. Yes, um, for many of us, when we have increased costs, we uh, might go on a slightly less you know, ambitious vacation, but we absorb it because we have margins and there are people that have no margins left to absorb it. And so they go into into deficit um, when costs increase. And I think when we, we have to recognize that when people are into deficits, then they are, are absorbing stress and pain. And I think we all have to pay attention to how if somebody barks at us, it might not be because they are just a mean person, but it may be that they have, you know, if someone's short-tempered at the grocery store, they're trying to figure out how can I make this grocery dollar stretch farther than is reasonable for it to stretch. And so they're incredibly stressed. And then when you happen to get in front of them as you're looking at the apples and the bananas and they lose it on you, it's about them just being overwhelmed. And I think we have to figure out how to show compassion for each other when we're offloading stress um, that is incurred by this increasing inflation, it's going to leak out. And we have to be aware of our own selves. Where is it leaking out and how can I pay attention to myself so that I don't dump it off onto people who don't deserve it? But when we get dumped on to say, I can absorb this because there may be more going on here, uh, that there's a battle that I'm not aware of that they're fighting and it's just leaking out onto me and I can choose to have it slide off and get on with my day. Okay, here's a good one. Lots of heavy subjects today. Sorry to bum everybody out, uh, but that's in many ways the way our lives are right now. But I'll give you a good one here. New study says thanking frontline workers is a small gesture that has a really big impact. They've done research on this, and it shows that when we were praising, and it, it's not a big deal, right? Thank you is is so easily said and meant, but essential workers that got a lot of praise and appreciation over the past couple of years tended to recover in more healthy ways from on-the-job stress. And I feel like we aren't doing that as much as we once were, and I think we need to keep doing it, and and then the study backs that up. What do you think? I totally agree with you. I think we can do hard things, but when we do hard things and that the, the difficulty or the, the amount of effort that we put into it or the, the fact that it cost us something is acknowledged by other people's gratitude and not just the quick thank you, but I see how you took the extra second to put the groceries in my trunk gently and I really appreciate that. It just encourages and inspires people to continue to do hard things well. And I think frontline workers um, during these last years, they were... they grocery shopping or like being a uh, packing groceries at a grocery store front line it looks mindless but there's a hard work in doing some of that repetitive mindless work and when you are valued and you are seen there's something beautiful that comes out of that and and healthcare workers have taken such a beating have been mandated to work doubled and have been criticized by uh, people who think differently about the pandemic when you look at somebody and say i saw that you knew how much it hurt me and you did it you did that test and recognizing that it was painful and I could see it in your eyes, that really meant something to me. A person's entire day is shifted and when they go home to their families, they are different. We cannot underestimate how much a meaningful thank you matters in this world. 
Agreed. So if, like me, you're not saying thank you as much as you maybe were during the pandemic, get back to that good habit, because I think it's a really good, important habit, especially uh, for essential workers, uh, frontline workers, for sure. Hey, um, coming up at the end of May, you've got the Daring way weekend the daring way weekend have you still got room carolyn yes we still have room for some registrations may 27th to 29th um if you're interested you can contact me at carolynclaffin.com and i can give you all the information we would love to have you join it's a very small group where we together look at how this pandemic has impacted us and how we continue to show up on our lives even when it's hard carolynclaffin.com thank you carolyn appreciate it take care